0: the center line it's one place in the arena that a lot of riders see as being just a means to an end it's somewhere we have to go to get somewhere else but imagine if we could start using the center line to really move forward and make progress in our riding yep it's that simple that's what i want to talk about today you ready hi there my name is Lorna leeson and this is the daily strides podcast the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you to I'll ride better center lines in this case but helping you just to have overall better conversations with your horse and more fun in the saddle while you're doing it because that's what it's all about isn't it it's about you enjoying yourself but it's also about your horse enjoying your, his self or herself as well you know I was chatting to somebody the other day and they were talking about it was somebody who didn't really know a lot about horses and they were talking about how you make the horse do something And I said, no, 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 you make the horse want to do something that is the key to successfully riding a horse. You don't force it to do anything. Anything that's forced to do anything for any length of time is going to feel a certain amount of resentment and as that resentment builds you are going to get less and less goodness out of it and I feel it's really important as riders that we focus on actually making our horses want to do whatever it is that we're doing with the horse. So maybe just keep that in mind as you're working with your horse this week. Again the thing I'm going to invite you to do before we jump into today's episode is pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt there is a free training a free audio training that you can listen to absolutely anywhere you can carry your phone with you They're all about the half halt that hopefully will help you to well understand what you should be doing with your bum. No not just your bum but your seat in general in the saddle as well and it'll help you with your riding and help you and your horse have better conversations hopefully. But back to today and today I want to talk about that center line and actually using the center line to well improve your riding and just to make progress overall in your riding. So the first thing I want to say about the centre line is, oh, some riders, some riders look like they've, they've been at the whiskey before they head up that centre line. Um, it, yeah, things weave a lot and they wander a lot. And I really feel that one of the best ways to prevent this from happening is to have things marked out. Now, if you work with or if you work in a sand arena, or um, an arena where there's maybe some sort of fiber on the ground that you can actually see your hoof prints, I am going to strongly suggest you get out. And even if it is with a rake, a, <laughs> a rake that you are the machine and the engine behind, um, just raking that center line so that you can actually see where you and your horse are going as you are moving up it. Now, also equally as important is that you have a start point and an end point, meaning that you have something to mark where maybe A or C would be in a traditional arena, um, but just the middle basically of one end and the middle of the opposite end um, that you know where you're traveling between. And I feel this is really important because if we don't have markers along the way, it can be easy to convince ourselves that we are indeed riding a perfectly straight line when it looks like you've actually been at the Tullamore Jew before you headed up that line okay so very very important that you mark it out now if you don't have let's say you're working in a grass arena or um, maybe wood chips or something like that um, I'm going to suggest then that you use poles or anything like that you can even use your jersey or whatever, a couple of jerseys, um, but something that you can mark, um, cones or anything, that you can mark where the center line is and help keep you on track as you move up it, okay? Now, the next thing is, when we're riding up and down the center line, it's really important to think of the channel that you are creating with your aids and how your horse is then staying within the confines of that channel. Now. I really believe that when we are riding our horse, okay, if we can think of ourselves and our horse being a container, that we, we kind of automate, it's almost like a piggy bank, okay, we, we become this space, okay, and we're not different, we're the same, we're, we're both part of this space, okay, and the energy that's being created is in both of us so if there's this space this container I say and um, but if you think of something like that a piggy bank or something like that okay something that's hollow um, and the energy then is going in the energy doesn't just go into the horse and you're sitting perched on top of the horse okay like Barbie riding a horse no 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 no, no. you are like one mold you and the horse which means the, the channel that you're creating your horse has to be just as involved in that channel and yes while initially you're going to create it and you're going to be the kind of the person who's setting out the boundaries and you're going to say no 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 no, no back this way or whoopsie let's straighten that out there over time your horse also becomes responsible for that channel and i actually have an episode a couple of weeks back all about responsibility um, and what is your responsibility, what's your horse's responsibility, I'm going to suggest you check that out. Um, you can find the link to it on the show notes for today's episode, which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1097. And I'll link to that there. But I just feel it's really, really important that you understand that. Now, what you will notice is initially, okay, so let's say you have things marked out and you can see exactly where you're weaving or wandering, okay, and where things are, well, less than straight, okay, And um, what you'll notice is that there's going to be weak points in your channel. So it's almost like having the banks of a river. And when you put more energy in or more water, if you were thinking about a river or a canal or something like that, you're going to have the weak parts that the water is going to run out of, okay, or run over. Okay, so energy works like that as well. And this is where you'll get horses maybe falling out through the shoulder, they might fall out through the front end, the back end might engage and connect up, whatever the case is, there's going to be weak points. But having the parameters set up first, so as you can see where those weak points are, is really important because then you can work on beginning to develop and to make stronger, to strengthen, okay any of those weak points. So over time, as you're putting more energy in, which we call impulsion in riding, okay, you then are having less and less leaks. There's less of the energy spilling out, okay? You've less flooding happening, okay? It's all nicely channeled in one direction, wherever that direction is that you and your horse are traveling, okay? So that is really, really important. And the center line can be where you can start to build that. The reason I like the center line for doing this is because when we work on the sides of our arena, the fence or the edge of the arena can become a little bit of a crutch, okay? Um, It can kind of fool us into thinking that all is well in the world. And then when the crutch is taken away, we realize, oh, holy moly, I'm actually, I wasn't as strong there or we weren't as developed as I actually initially thought. Um, It was the side of the arena was helping us. So... That's why the center line I'm going to suggest for this type of work is a great way. Now, of course, you can also use your quarter lines, but Let's not split hairs, let's just stick with the center line for today. Now, when you're on your horse, and we've just said that we've kind of marked it all out, we've set our parameters, we've set up that we can actually see when we get to the end, oh, did I stay on course or not? We've then been working on our channel. The next part is to make sure that you are aligned with your center line, and this is actually a physically alignment, okay? So, I want you to think about your shoulders being square with the end of the arena or wherever it is you're traveling to. You don't necessarily need an arena but um, wherever you're traveling to your shoulders are square with that okay so what happens for a lot of riders is they will have one shoulder very subtly but it's there it's noticeable it's definitely noticeable to your horse okay and most people on the ground would also notice it but one shoulder is just well it's leading the way Okay, have you seen, have you have you met a rider like that? Um, I'm sure you know, I've, I've mentioned it now. Somebody's just jumped into your head, okay? Hopefully it wasn't yourself, it was somebody else. But yeah, they kind of lead with one shoulder. And what that then does is, first of all, you can see it through their hands. They'll have one hand kind of behind or back behind the other hand. Hands aren't even. But where you have bigger issues with this is because the shoulders are not aligned, well, what's going on underneath the shoulders is probably less than perfect as well, meaning that the seat now is no longer aligned. And again, this thing comes back to the channel. You can have the greatest leg aids in the world but if the rest of it's all gone a little wonky, it doesn't matter what your legs are doing, okay? So it's really, really important. And how I'm going to suggest doing it is to start off by aligning your shoulders. You can see your shoulders. You can glance down. You don't have to tip your head. You don't have to do And You can just have a little glancey, And you can have a little look, see? And you can see, okay, we're all squared up here. We're good. We're golden, Okay. <laughs> this is nice or you can see oh holy moly one is maybe dropped one is maybe more forward one's more back whatever the case is and then from there you can begin to align your hands and then from your hands you can begin to align your hips and then from your hips you can begin to align your legs you see so we're going to start with what we can see and that's going to be your shoulders and then work down now obviously over time you don't start with your shoulders you'd want to initially start with your seat but your seat's a very difficult thing <laughs> particularly it's okay in the walk but when people start kind of going up a gear or two <laughs> so when you get to trot or canter oh you see you think your seat's doing one thing and meanwhile back at the ranch it's doing completely the opposite so I'm going to suggest working with the bit you can see that's your shoulders and your arms and then using those to align the rest of your body or to square if you want the rest of your body okay What happens when you do this is that your horse will then begin to align to you. Okay, so now you've aligned to the wall. You're using something visual in front of you, something physical, something that's real. It's there. It's in front of you, such as the wall. You're aligning to that. Your horse then aligns to you, which means your horse is straight. And again, this all impacts the channel. Think of it back again. So as we're putting more energy in and as we begin to develop more and as we begin to grow stronger, our channel is almost it's like a uniform growth okay we're not having weak points that are being left behind in the progress that we're making the development that we're making with our horse now the whole thing is coming together nicely for us as we move forward okay so I want you to think of all that the final thing that I want to just focus on and touch on quickly is the entrance and the exit um (laughs) if you are entering your center line and you find that well you're you're a couple of meters out each time it basically means that you're going to have to spend the first few strides of riding your center line where you're not actually on your center line at all fixing yourself so i want you to start thinking about your entrance and your exit now what's really important here is your horse can only be as good as how supple he is in this case okay so if it's a young green horse and he's not that supple and he's not that balanced. Um, what you'll find is you'll have to do more of a sweeping turn on and a sweeping exit off. Okay, the off ramp, the on ramp and the off ramp are going to be big, wide and sweeping. And then over time, again, as things develop and as you and your horse become stronger and more supple, you can then, well, you can narrow that all down. You can narrow everything down. All the parameters can just slowly, slowly, slowly be tightened up. Things can be tidied up. And you can have a better well a better entrance and a better exit from your center line but just notice that they are important and they do affect the overall performance as you're going down your center line as well okay i'm going to leave it at that for today there are a lot of different trainings inside of daily strides premium on different exercises that you can use to actually improve this part of your ride Um, things from straightness to suppleness and then also just things like working on the center line itself and if you're interested in finding out more and getting more exercises and step-by-step exercises audio programs you can literally just pop onto your phone and you can use wherever you want Um, whether that be to Get your head in the right place before you get into the saddle or in the saddle itself. Um you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and you can find out all the details there. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. I hope you have a great week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye